0: My name is Sonia Brock, and I'm podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Photoshop and Me, podcast number 67. What I find in Photoshop is that I'm presented with a series of small problems to solve when creating a work of quote-unquote art. Right now, for instance, I'm working on a combination of a sea lion with a regal male lion's head paste it onto it digitally, and then I'll put in a background and bits of scenery and so on. I'm learning the Photoshop toolkit, and with it, a series of shortcuts. Alt key this and shift key that, or the V letter to pick up the move tool, or any number of other alphabet keys and combinations. They are tricky at first, but once memorized, they save a lot of time. When working with a brush, for example, I can hit the left or right bracket keys to make the brush head smaller or larger, which is a lot better than switching back and forth to little drop-down menus. The work I do is progressing much faster with these aids. Where I am focusing my attention right now is artist trading cards. They're based in shape on the popular sports trading cards. These artist trading cards, or ATCs for short, are three and a half inches high and two and a half inches wide, or vice versa. On this small canvas, a miniature piece of art is created as a collage. Photoshop is often about collage, and the internet is full of clip art of various sorts. If it was created before 1923, Chances are the pictures are in the public domain and can be used freely. This fixation on before 1923 has produced a groundswell of digital collage artists. Some do paste up with real paper and special glues and bits of whimsy and ephemera. Ah, ephemera. That can be anything from an old black and white photo to actual old ads and paper material from long ago. Some and alas, I am not one of these, can actually draw or paint art upon the card and are thus freed from glorifying silent movie stars and the like. I am drawn to digital paste-up, and that means Photoshop or PaintShop Pro or any one of several fractal generating programs. Thus, I am working my way through various levels of learning I've found to my delight that there are a fairly large number of short video tutorials that I can access on the internet. These give me an introduction to using the tools and some fine points in the settings. This helps to build pathways in the mind so I can see and remember that I go here to distort or there to fade and so forth. In eBay, from a British supplier, I bought two fully packed collections of actions aimed especially at photographic work. Actions in Photoshop are a series of machine memorized steps that allow you to do some pretty fancy footwork automatically. An example would be two actions I created myself for eBay listings. One would take my scan of an item such as a dress pattern front cover and reduce it to the smaller thumbnail size shown at the top of an ebay listing and the other action would create the properly sized larger shot for displaying further down in the listing actions save time and make you look smarter than you are then there are plugins which are more elaborate than actions almost like little programs I have one called flood from a company called Flaming Pear, which I used extensively in the series of six artist trading cards on the theme bathing beauties. The flood plug-in allowed me to add a convincing layer of water at the feet of my aquatic beauty with a realistic reflection to boot. Some of the ladies in these artist trading card bathing beauty swap were rather prim pre-1923 semi-nudes when someone like the publishing house dover pulls together a collection of public domain clip art the collection is copyrighted the individual items as many as 10 can be used in a single composite work of art i know you just really wanted to hear that i should mention that the cards i'm rattling on about are produced with the intentions of trading them with other card makers in a series of swaps. Typically this could be a named theme, some are do as you like, where a fixed number of cards are sent before a deadline date. In due course, six cards each by a different artist will come in the mail to you and are added to the ever-expanding collection. This trading is global in nature and the artist of one may be in Kansas and another in Australia or even France. Trades are usually organized in internet messaging forums. I keep my cards thus received in nine card plastic binder pages or in individual sleeves which are widely available since they are used by the sports trading card bunch. I've been mounting my completed cards on the web on Flickr a good graphics hosting site where I am listed dot www.flickr.com slash photos slash Sonia Brock one word S O N I A B R O C K ATC's are a niche group and there are a multitude of such special interest groups on Flickr now I print out these cards it's still at two and a half by three and a half inches, but at a higher resolution of 300 dpi dots per inch on glossy eight by ten photo card stock. I get therefore nine cards to a page and cut these up carefully with scissors afterwards for post processing, adding a few baubles and beads, bits of lace or trim, and other suitably flat, lightweight paste up ornamentation. This makes them more tactily interesting and, more importantly, appealing to the paste-up crowd. In paste-up, ATCs are close in technique to the current scrapbooking and card-making hobbies. Digital artist trading cards are closer to computer graphics and photo enhancing. When I'm working on a specific theme for a group swap, such as The Arrival of Spring or St. Patrick's Day or whatever. It focuses my mind more tightly, and I produce more. I'm starting now to work on personal themes. My current works in that area illustrate folk songs, such as Tom Dooley or the playing card sung about in the ditty Jack of Diamonds. You Jack of Diamonds, you Jack of Diamonds, You rob my pocket of silver and gold, of silver and gold, boys, of silver and gold, boys. You rob my pockets of silver and gold. You have to figure out how to best capture the idea visually from all the various bits and pieces that make up the completed canvas. On the web, what you often see is a small picture or thumbnail which you click on to see a larger picture. The placement of the various objects in the card are such that even when seen in the small form, it attracts the eye and makes you want to see more. This element of composition is another interesting problem. I've almost stopped online wargaming. Oh, I drop in every now and then to keep my account active. But for the most part, I no longer play there because I'm too busy learning and using Photoshop. Another thing I'm busy with is collecting the various artistic bits and pieces. This is done either through purchase or on some wonderful sites that have collections of public domain ephemera. There's a great group on Flickr that does this. www.flickr.com groups forward slash collage images, one word. I'm just building a library of images, so chances are whatever it is I have to do, I can reach into this digital library and retrieve something relevant. Then again, each new challenge asks for different things. I never thought I'd need a sea lion, for instance, or a Confederate Army uniform for Tom Dooley. In other words, I got myself a brand new hobby for as long as it lasts. I hope it lasts a while because it's really interesting. I'm a little old right now for it to turn into a job. This is what usually happens with my hobbies. But one never knows. This is Sonia Brock, podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I can be reached through my website at www.soniabrock.com.